Hey, everybody, you found your way to embrace the imbalance of the podcast. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I am your host, Tina McIntosh, and I'm going to share why embrace the imbalance and then some common themes that have already come into play after just a handful of podcasts have been dropped. So the first thing is why embrace the imbalance? I've had several people ask what that really means to me. And here's the deal. I know in my life, I have been taught to balance pretty much everything. So I think of my, you know, personal life and my work life. Um, I think about what I eat. I think about my relationships. I think about my husband and my kids, you know, balancing everything. We, we strive for balance. And honestly, I, I think it's BS. I think when we set ourselves up in this way of striving for balance with everything, we set ourselves up for failure. I mean, here's the thing. I am never going to be great at everything that I do. I'm going to be lucky if I'm great at a handful of things, but I want to be present wherever I am. So right now I'm here with you and I want to be great in this time together. And then as soon as this is done, I'm going to move on and be great for Joy's house where I work, or I'm going to move on and be great for my husband and kids or for a friend or a family member. Heaven forbid I'd be great at doing something for myself, but I would rather be great wherever I am than be half-ass at everything. So that's embracing balance. I also have to tell you, it's just interesting side note. When I write things out, I often do my own shorthand. So when I do embrace the imbalance, whether it's, you know, in my planner, because I'm old school and use a paper planner, or it's, you know, something that I'm typing up, I do a capital E the word the, and then a capital I. So instead of writing out embrace the imbalance, I do E-T-H-E and a capital I, which looks like an L and spells Ethel. My grandmother's name was Ethel and she was, oh, she was so fantastic. That's a whole different podcast, but maybe I should attach her picture to this because you're going to love her. She was in her seventies and was thin and fit and wore short hair, and she always wore a tube top. I always joke that as she got older, it was, you know, lower and lower and lower. She wore jeans with really cool belts, um, and she wore these fuzzy boots that looked like Uggs before Uggs were ever a thing. So there's something special for me that it spells out Ethel when I abbreviate it. I've also been asked the question of what's the end goal here, and I'm working on that. That's a hard one. I've got a, I've had a book inside of my soul for a long time, And it's morphed over the years, but the next thing for me really is to get this book published. But it really is geared for teens and young adults and then, you know, for anybody else with a pulse. So I hope you like it. It's similar to this podcast, but it's also different. Um, This podcast seems to be going pretty well. Uh, You guys have given some incredible feedback. I get a lot of text messages from you which mean so much, and more and more of you are listening. Uh, Most recently, I saw that we have listenership in Netherlands, Switzerland, and Taiwan. I'm blown away. I don't know how y'all heard about this podcast, but please keep listening and tell others. And that goes for all of you who are here in the States too. And I really, here's what I'm going to ask of you. Please share this podcast with others and encourage them to give it a listen. And also make sure you've subscribed because then you'll know when podcasts drop. Um, Technically, things get launched on Tuesday morning, but between you and me, I usually drop them on Monday night around five o'clock. 
Also, make comments on social media. I know people are always hesitant. Nobody really wants to be the first, but it does help. If you make a comment on social media and other people see it, they get interested in it too because you are. And if you're really savvy, and even if you're not, submit a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen because that then helps for this podcast to become uh, recommended for other people. So what are some things that I feel like are common themes throughout the ones we've had so far? First of all, everyone has a story. Everyone has adventures and experiences and something for us to learn from. Also, I have noticed a lot of the people I've interviewed have told me that it's been therapeutic for them. That It's the preparing because I send out some questions in advance and it really has made them think about the answers and about their life. And I think for a lot of people, it surprises them when they realize how much value they have and how much they have to share with other people. Some of the questions I ask in advance are, if you had to describe yourself to other people, what words would you use? And then if other people described you, what would they use? It's interesting to see the difference in those, how we feel about ourselves and how other people feel about us. I would encourage you to ask yourself that same question. How would you describe yourself to others? And how would other people describe you? I ask where where people turn for inspiration. I ask what the worst piece of advice people have ever gotten is. And it's interesting how many people can't recall the bad advice. I think we just discard that from our brains. And then I ask if you could stand in front of a room full of teenagers eager to learn something that they will remember in and out for the rest of their lives, what would you say to them? Interesting answers come from that. Almost deeper is, how about if you were standing in front of yourself at the age of 16 or even 23? What would you say then? One of my favorite answers came from Dr. Louis Profeta, who, um, if you've listened, you know it was the lessons learned from an asshole. And he said, dude, talk to her. She thinks you're hot. And that, that just cracks me up. I mean, I think about myself when I was 16 or even 23 and my insecurities or things I didn't do. And if I could go back and just give myself a little pep talk, man, oh, it could have been, it could have been powerful. I love what Stacia Demos-Mills said. She is the little Greek girl who has just grown into this incredible, beautiful woman. And she said her best advice was that every single adult in the world is winging it. And I want you to think about that for a second. Every single adult in the world is winging it. I mean, nobody really knows what they're doing. We've got all kinds of laws and policy and procedures and ways that we do things in life, but those are really learned behaviors combined with intuition. One of the biggest things that did for me is made me think we learn from each other. Bingo. That's why we are here on Embrace the Imbalance. It's lessons learned from all kinds of people. So we learn from each other. We learn from experiences, but every single adult is winging it. Another common theme is that there's always going to be at least two sides to every story. I say it a lot in my own household, and I have to remind myself a lot. I never know exactly what happened. I'm the person who annoyingly stays in the middle and floats back and forth. I'm not just talking politics, although that is certainly true. In everything, I have a lot of questions. I like to listen. I like to challenge and think about the perspective of the person I'm talking with, as well as the perspective of whoever else is involved. One of the things I learned a long time ago, I worked for a large not-for-profit in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we had a great leader, Jim Vento. 
Jim, if you're listening, or if somebody knows Jim, you know he was a great leader for Crossroads Easter Seals. I remember at the time that I worked there, oh, Jim, I'm so embarrassed to say this, but at the time I worked there, Jim took a lot of meetings. He was running a very large not-for-profit organization. So my perception was that his door was closed a lot, that he was on the phone talking with somebody who the tone sounded like a friend. Um, He was going out to lunches all the time. He, you know, I'm sure there were some golf games. Like, in my judgment at that time, Jim, I'm so, so sorry. I really admired you and respected you. I also thought you were hanging out with your friends. (laughs) Now I realize you were actually doing your job and doing it well. And I learned that when I started Joy's House 21 years ago, and I started closing my door because I was talking with a staff member or family or somebody about a private matter. I was on the phone with people, and when they called, they'd say, hey, just let her know it's Alexa. And it sounded like we were dear friends. It's because we had created relationships. I started going to lunch with people. I think I've golfed a couple times. Not well, but it's happened. But that's my job. And I now realize that was Jim's job. And now my coworkers probably think I'm just kind of coasting through and not doing things. So perspective, man, always at least two sides to every story. And we never, ever, ever have all the facts, even when we think we do. Couple more. Love is the thing. You guys, love is the core. Whether it's because you're, um, you're a Christian and love is part of what we learn in the Bible or another religion and it connects you to people or you're not religious and you just know that love is the thing. It's what connects us. It's what we search for and it's available in all shapes and sizes. And sometimes we take it for granted. That part makes me sad, but it's true. I know I've done it. I know I probably do it. And sometimes we take it for granted until somebody has passed away or they're no longer with us. And then we realize how important the love was in our lives. Last thing for this one, beauty is not about appearance. We know that, right? I mean, we know it. For some reason, we still think it's about appearance or we something tricks our brains and tells us it's about appearance. I can tell you as somebody who went through chemo last year, losing my hair and being sick for months on end, no one loved me any less because I was bald. No one loved me any less because I didn't put on my makeup. When I look back on my life, I might just realize that I was at my most beautiful when I was most vulnerable and real, filled with gratitude and love. All right, I think we're going to wrap it up for this one. But again, I want to know what you like about the show. I want to know lessons you've learned. Post them on social media, please. Instagram and Facebook are the two places I'm spending most of my time for Embracing Balance. But post your lessons on there. Post what you like. Post when you listen to something. I'm just post, post, post. Um, subscribe, post, share, and uh, do those reviews. But I'm I'm just grateful that y'all are enjoying this and that you're getting something out of it and it fills my heart. So thanks. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Embrace the Imbalance.